0: Hello, this is The Bible in Fewer Words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 154, 2 Kings, chapters 18 through 20. If you enjoy this podcast and the Skeptics Annotated Bible website, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash bfw. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. Is there somebody new in this podcast today?
1: Yes, there is. A very special and important person. And we've never seen him before.
0: Okay. I guess we'll just let people be introduced to him. Yeah. The way we were. Yeah. Are you ready?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Chapter 18, verse 1. Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, became king of Judah when he was 25 years old. He did what was right in God's eyes, just like his ancestor David. He removed the high places, broke images, cut down groves, and broke into pieces the brass serpent that Moses made. I don't really remember that brass serpent. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. That's a very memorable thing, but it happened a long time ago. Okay. That was during the Exodus. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about it was Moses... Made a brass serpent, but he did it because God told him to. During the Exodus, people were complaining about the food, lack of food and water. Okay. So God sent serpents to bite them.
0: Oh, oh, that was nice of him. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: I'll send you some food. No, I'll send you some serpents to bite you.
1: I don't know where they came from. Maybe he made them right on the spot. But the serpents came and they bit people and many of the people were dying. Oh. And so they pleaded with Moses, do something. So Moses asked God, God said, make this brass serpent. Okay. Put it on a pole. Uh-huh. And when people look at it, if they get bit uh-huh. by the snakes, they won't die. So it was like an immunization. Yeah, it was a cure. It was a miraculous cure for snake bite. So they just needed to look at it. Yeah, all they had to do is look at it. And so after that, apparently they kept it. This was a long time ago. This happened about 700 years ago. And they had been keeping this, this pole with the brass serpent on it all this time. Maybe in the tabernacle. Huh. They carried it around with them, I guess, but Hezekiah destroyed it because the people apparently were burning incense in front of it. Mm-hmm. So he destroyed it, and I guess that was a good thing, even though God told Moses to make it. Yeah, you'd think it would make God angry for destroying that serpent, but anyway, that was one of the good things that he did was destroy the pole with the with the bronze serpent on it.
0: Anyway, so that's uh, that's one of the things that he did. Okay, verse five. He was the best king that Judah ever had. And this is Hezekiah.
1: Hezekiah, yeah. I guess he was even better than
0: David. Oh, Because it says
1: that he was better than anybody before or or anyone after. Mmm. But in the fourth year of Hezekiah's reign in Judah, Assyria attacked Samaria.
0: You know, I have a hard time distinguishing those two, Assyria and Samaria. Oh, really? Well, Samaria is Israel. Oh, yeah, because there's no more Israel now. Right. So we're
1: kind of going back just a moment or two cuz Hezekiah was the king of Judah when Assyria attacked Israel oh. or Samaria, right? Yes. Same same thing.
0: Okay. So he was there when it was happening when there's was was no there, more He was Israel. there in
1: Jerusalem in the south, the kingdom of Judah, uh-huh. when Assyria was attacking the kingdom of Israel.
0: So then all of a sudden now he's the king of everything.
1: No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the king in Jerusalem of, of the Judah. kingdom of Judah. Okay. The kingdom of Israel no longer exists. It's been incorporated into the Assyrian Empire. Oh. And they're now attacking Judah and want to do the same to Judah. That's what this episode is about.
0: Okay. Oh, they want to take over Judah.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: I think I've got this straight. <laughs> okay. Now. It's made clear
1: in verse 10.
0: All right. Here we go. A few years later, the Assyrians conquered Samaria, capturing all of Israel and took them captive back to Assyria.
1: Mm. Yeah, this all happened because Israel didn't obey God. I see, that's clear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Hezekiah sent a message to Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, saying, I'm sorry for offending you. I'll pay you whatever you want. Because now Hezekiah is scared to death that they're going to come and just eat up Judah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: So Sennacherib told him to pay 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold.
0: So Hezekiah gave him all the silver in God's house, along with the gold from the doors of God's temple.
1: The king of Assyria sent messages to Hezekiah, who said to him, This is what the king of Assyria says. You can't trust your God. He told me to destroy your land. You'll soon be eating your dung and drinking your own piss.
0: Hmm. That's a prophecy I would like to hear. (laughs) (laughs) I could dream about that at night. I I think what he's trying to say
1: is I'm going to attack. Things are going to be bad. You're not going to have anything to eat or drink if you survive. And you'll be, you know.
0: So is he just saying, so surrender? Eating some
1: pretty crummy stuff.
0: Just surrender? Yeah. yeah, uh I'm coming to take over. Yeah. Same
1: thing happened to Israel. It's going to happen to you.
0: Okay. Well, happy day. Yeah. So, chapter 19. When King Hezekiah heard about the threats from Sennacherib, he tore his clothes, (laughs) covered himself with sackcloth, and went into God's house. He sent
1: Eliakim, Shebna, and the elders, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah.
0: Okay. Who's Isaiah?
1: Oh, yeah. That's the new guy. Oh. Yeah, the other guys aren't so important. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just kind of guys hanging out. But Isaiah is going to be important in this episode and really from now on. What position does he have? He's often referred to as a major prophet.
0: Oh, not a minor prophet.
1: Right. And he's going to have a very long book that we're going to be reading
0: not too far from now. So he's a big deal.
1: Big deal, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, They went to Isaiah, and when those three guys...
1: When they arrived, (laughs) however many
0: they were, yeah. (laughs) When they arrived, they said to Isaiah, The king of Assyria has insulted God and attacked us. King Hezekiah would like you to pray for us.
1: Isaiah said to them, Tell Hezekiah that this is what God says. Don't be afraid of the king of Assyria, who has blasphemed me. I'll blast him and cause him to die by the sword.
0: Wow. Okay. Isaiah, if you can do that, it's pretty powerful.
1: Well, it's God that's going to do it.
0: Oh, you're right. (laughs) Sennacherib sent a letter to Hezekiah saying, Don't let your God fool you when he says he'll protect Jerusalem from me. You've heard how I've destroyed other lands. I'll do the same to yours.
1: When Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers, he read it and then
0: spread it out in front of God. Hezekiah said to God, You are the God of all of the kingdoms of the earth. Help us fight against King Sennacherib.
1: Isaiah said to Hezekiah, This is what God says to you. I heard what you said about King Sennacherib.
0: This is what God says to him.
1: The virgin daughter of Zion despises you and laughs at you and shakes her head at you. Who are you blaspheming? I've dug wells and I've drank from them. I've dried up rivers with my bare feet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not sure what yeah, that means. I, I
1: hope I got that right. I've helped you destroy cities. But now you rage against me, and your noise has reached my ears. So I'll put my hook in your nose and my bridle in
0: your lips. This is what God says <laughs> to Hezekiah about Sennacherib. He won't come into Jerusalem or shoot an arrow here. I will defend Jerusalem for my own sake and for David's. And that
1: night, an angel of God came into the Assyrian camp and killed 185,000 soldiers. When they woke up early the next morning, they were all dead.
0: (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) is it when the people from Judah woke up, the other people were all dead? I think
1: it was when the, the dead guys woke up. They looked around. Behold, they were all dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Bible says, anyway.
0: Okay. That's weird.
1: In any case, the angel killed 185,000 soldiers while they were sleeping, apparently.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a long, long night's day or long day's night. <laughs> it's a Hard day's night. Hard day's night. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sennacherib returned to Nineveh and was killed by his sons while he was praying in the house of his god, Nisroch.
1: Yeah, so there you go. We're done with Sennacherib.
0: I guess so. His sons killed him. Yeah. What did he do wrong?
1: Oh, I don't know. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And God just let that happen.
1: Oh, I think maybe that God was making that happen. Oh. Remember he said you're going to die? Oh, yeah. I'll have you killed by the sword. They probably used a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, chapter 20. Hezekiah was deathly ill. Isaiah came to him and said, God says you're going to die.
0: Hezekiah prayed to God saying, Remember how good I've been?
1: (laughs) And he wept. Then the word
0: of God came to Isaiah and said, Tell Hezekiah that I've heard his prayer and seen his tears. I'll heal him in three days and add 15 years to his life. And I'll protect Jerusalem from Assyrian attacks.
1: Isaiah said to Hezekiah's servants,
0: Take a lump of figs. And they put some figs on Hezekiah's boil, and he recovered. Hmm, yeah. Miraculous (laughs) figs. I'll always think of this when I eat another fig. Figs show up quite a bit in the Bible,
1: and sometimes it seems like God hates them, but in this case it seems like uh,
0: He was okay with that offering.
1: Yeah. yeah. Maybe the figs didn't have nothing to do with God. Maybe they just have this healing property. Uh Could be. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. In verse 8, it says, Hezekiah said to Isaiah, What will be the sign that God will heal me? I guess he got healed from his boil, but he's still going to die, right? Uh Uh-huh. Maybe. But no, didn't God say
0: 15 years?
1: Yeah, but what's the sign? How do I know?
0: What the heck? People should just stop being doubting folks.
1: Oh, I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But you would think (laughs) that Hezekiah, who's the best king ever, Uh would believe prophet Isaiah when he tells him that God's going to heal him. And you'd think that God would be very upset when he doesn't. Yeah. He says, okay, well, great. But what's the sign? How do I know this is
0: going to happen? Yeah. So Isaiah said, this is the sign that God will cure you. Will the sun's shadow go back or forward 10 degrees?
1: So he's saying, would you like God, you know, in this sign Uh that he's going to cure you, heal you? Do you want him to make the sun go forward 10 degrees or back 10 degrees? Your choice. Yeah. And Hezekiah (laughs) said to God, well, the sun usually goes forward. So ask God to make it go backward 10 degrees. That'd do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Isaiah cried out to God, and God brought the shadow back 10 degrees.
1: He must have lived for another 15, 15 years, years, like God said. Uh huh. But when he died, his son Manasseh became king.
0: All right. Well, sometimes it's kind of hard for me to keep all these things straight.
1: Yeah, well, at least this one was a little bit clearer than usual. Yeah. didn't have so many kings to have to deal with.
0: Okay. Well, thanks, Steve. Mm-hmm. And listeners, thank you for sticking with us. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.